At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the look ahead on vsin the sports betting network This is a look at right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Greg Hoops-Pierce and holding it down tonight for Scott Seidenberg. And we've got ourselves an absolutely tremendous show for you guys. We're going to be locked and loaded with a whole bunch of guests taking a look forward to everything that we're going to be getting this week. We do not know as of right now if we're going to be looking forward to a Game 7 as that is in the balance. I'll get you guys caught up on that in a second. But Dave Tooley and Dwayne Colucci, as they always do on this show on Sunday, they're going to be joining me in the first hour. Dave Tooley does a great job. Taking a look at all the trends in general that we're getting in the sports betting world. Everything from what we're seeing in baseball, the NHL, all the way to things like USFL. He does a great job being able to lock in in that regard. And then Dwayne Clucci does a tremendous job over there at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. He is a man that absolutely loves the NHL as well. So hopefully we will get a final by then in Avalanche versus Lightning. But I have a feeling that it'll be towards back half of the third period. But in hour number two, we're also going to be joined by David Berriman. He does a great job. Over there at ESPN Chalk, taking a look at a wide variety of things. Also does a tremendous job when it comes to looking at the game of golf as well. So I'm going to get a little bit of his take as to what we've been seeing the last few weeks with regards to both the PGA Tour, what we're getting with Liv as well, as well as what we're going to be perhaps getting in the final major of the year as well in a few weeks. So we're going to be talking with him about that. And Sean Zerilli, he does great work over there at the Action Network, taking a look at the game of baseball. He's going to be joining me in hour number two and hour number three. Andrew Cayley, he does a great job at covers both with MLB along with college football. He is going to be joining me. So we are jam-packed with a lot of great people that are going to be joining the show tonight. And whether or not it's going to be asking some of these guys about if we're going to have a game seven or not, that is to be determined because right now the Avalanche, they're currently up by kind of two to one at the end of the second period as you wind up having Nate McKinnon be able to get a goal in the first period, and Steven Stamkos, Steven Stamkos was able to respond as well, but it was Lakinen who was able to get his goal in the second period to be able to give the Avalanche a 2-1 to lead. This is a total that closed in most places right around a 6, and if you're taking a look at things live, obviously you're going to be finding yourself with a little bit of a favorite situation in terms of the Colorado Avalanche right now, minus 380 on the money line, and if you're looking at the puck line as well, right now, if you're willing to lay a puck and a half with the Colorado Avalanche, that is even money. If you're looking to take puck and a half with the Tampa Bay Lightning, as at minus 130. We all know that the risks that you wind up running either way with this one is those empty net goals. Do you wind up getting them? Do you not want to do the Tampa Bay Lightning pull the goalie if this winds up staying 2-1? to one? Would that be more in the final two minutes? Do they wind up pulling 
the goalie a little bit sooner, a little bit later. So that is of intrigue. And right now, your live total is a 5.5. And, and if you're looking to go over on that 5.5, you're getting a plus 130 juice. So very fascinating to see what we're going to be getting there right now. We're in intermission. So once the action winds up picking back up, we'll be taking a look at that. And obviously, we'll be talking about that with Dwayne Clucci a little bit later on. So hopefully, we are able to know a little bit closer as to whether or not we are going to be getting a Game 7. And then when it comes to what we're getting out there in Major League Baseball as well, we had a tremendous day of baseball, one of these games still going on as well. It's currently the LA Dodgers getting completely shut out by the Atlanta Braves. This is a count of 2-0 to zero in the top of the eighth inning with two outs. So certainly the Dodgers have been held down in that respect. But with what we wound up seeing on Sunday, we wound up seeing a little bit of a resurgence with regards to overs because we wound up seeing... Friday and Saturday really be a little bit of an underbinger, for lack of a better term. We wound up seeing, I believe, only three games wind up going over the total on Friday. Might have actually been two. And then on Saturday, I believe we wound up having six out of the 15 games wind up going over, but wound up seeing a lot of runs put up in Major League Baseball. And we did wind up seeing a little bit of a statement put forth by the Houston Astros as well. You may not think it from the final because this is one in which if you wound up taking the under, like I know that many did in Yankees versus Astros, boy, oh boy, I feel for you. This is one that the total wound up closing at nine throughout much of the overnight action slash in the early AM. You were finding it in a lot of places more around at eight and a half. And the New York Yankees wind up getting a three run walk off home run. So this wind up going over for some of you, for some of you toasting an under. A lot of that has to do with our good friend, the Ghost Runner, as that was a walk-off home run by Aaron Judge that wound up being able to supply that win. But for the Houston Astros, a very good weekend in which, I mean, going into the ninth inning of all four of the games in this series, they were either tied or in the lead. And if you take a look at the futures market right now in terms of the MOB, as this has been relisted with most of the games other than this Dodgers versus Atlanta Braves game, Final, and let's call it what it is. One game out of 162. It's not going to sway things very much. Houston Astros have actually went down a little bit in terms of their futures number. This is one that when I came on for the Greg Peterson experience, which is coming at you at the same time as the look at is tonight, we were finding Houston Astros more around about a plus 475 to a plus $5 in a lot of spots. Right now, you're able to find them at a plus 550. I know that in some places, this was $6 as well, but Astros really made a statement. And for the Yankees, they're at plus 450 right now. So I do think that when it comes to Houston Astros, they were able to come out and show that, hey, you know what? We might not want to just automatically hand this to the New York Yankees. And I do feel like the big reason why they're currently tied with the LA Dodgers for the top odds out there at DraftKings is that with the Dodgers, they are really the team with one of the better records out there in the National League. I think that it has to do with competition and competition only because you do look past that. You've got the Blue Jays at 11 to 1. We'll dive into them in a second. You've got the White Sox at 28 to 1, the Boston Red Sox at 28 to 1, the Rays at 30 to 1. So it's a very competitive American League East, but I think that it really shows that there is sort of in the American League the Yankees, the Astros, everyone else. And who that everyone else is that should be coming in at number three. We're going to be finding that out a little bit more this week with the Blue Jays and the Red Sox doing battle game one of that set. It's going to be coming up on Monday. I'm going to be diving through all nine of the MLB games that we're going to be getting on Monday throughout the show today. But when it comes to the Blue Jays being at 11 to 1, I do think that this is a little bit of a mispriced number, in my opinion. And I think that they should not currently be sort of in the same vein as a lot of these top five, top six teams because with the Toronto Blue Jays over their last two games, 
against the Milwaukee Brewers as they wound up losing two out of the three games in this series. And the Brewers, they really put up some runs on the Toronto Blue Jays on Sunday, winning by a count of 10-3. to The Blue Jays wound up getting a combined four and two-thirds innings out of two guys that you know, to be big-time starters for them. That would be Yusei Kikuchi along with Jose Barrios. Barrios in this one gave up eight runs and two and two-thirds innings. And, and I guess to the credit of the bullpen, they went five and a third innings giving up two runs. That's not necessarily too terrible, but this is the Blue Jays bunch that they're in the bottom half of the big leagues in terms of bullpen ERA. You've got Jose Barrios, Yusei Kikuchi, completely unreliable. Hunjin Ryu, he has had surgery. Looks like he is going to be done for the remainder of the season as well. So putting the Blue Jays, I think, in the same vein as a lot of these upper-class teams with regards to the National League. Like, as of right now, they're in the same category, 11-1, to as the Atlanta Braves. I just cannot wind up getting behind that right now with the way that the Blue Jays have been playing. And, and the team that they're going to be playing against, the Boston Red Sox, they made another statement on Sunday. They were able to get a win. They do have a little bit of suspect pitching as well, but it's starting to come together with them. Rich Hill is by no means going to be a guy that you want to be relying upon in Game 7 of a pressure game or anything, but... He's able to hold down the 40. He's able to be a little bit of an innings eater. Nick Pavetta has been solved for this team. If they're able to get at any point Nathan Eovaldi back in the fold, that's going to be going very well for them. And this is a time of year in which a lot of these teams that are going to be contenders out there for the postseason, they need to figure out, okay, what do we need to get at the trade deadline to be able to make a run? If you're asking me about the Chicago White Sox, what they need is a new, is a new manager. But, I mean, that's a... Something that is going to be of discussion a little bit later because they wind up winning against the Baltimore Orioles 4-3 to in order to avoid a four-game sweep at the hands of the Baltimore Orioles. That in and of itself is just not necessarily a great ordeal, but we're sort of coming to that crossroads of the season, which baseball does wind up taking center stage. We always talk about the dog days of summer, and if we don't wind up seeing a comeback from the Tampa Bay Lightning, well, things are going to be drying up a little bit more with regards to day-to-day betting. I'm sure that right now, we're going to be taking a look more and more as to what we're going to be getting in all forms of football, college football, the NFL. Now is that time to start taking a look forward. If you like some season wins in regards to either side of it, now you're able to really dive into it a little bit more. For myself, summertime is actually where I wind up doing a lot of my college basketball previews as well when you've got over 360 teams to evaluate because we've got a couple teams from the D2 level. They're coming up to the D1 level, so that makes the workload all the more challenging. You want to be able to get a start on that because you don't want to be one of those kids like that winds up having like a 10-page research paper. They have two weeks to be able to do it, and it's 8 o'clock p.m. the night before it's due. You don't want to be sort of sitting there asleep at the wheel having to do all that, but now is that time of the year where you wind up getting a little bit of break, but baseball taking center stage. I know that many of you guys also handicap the WNBA. It is great that there's more offerings out there as well, and I have a little bit of something when it comes to Summer League, but taking a look at Major League Baseball is really going to be coming to the forefront of a lot of betters now more so than it was a little bit earlier in the season. So I do think that it is important to be gauging what we've all been getting this season in general as right now we have been seeing a little bit more of a binge on overs as well. We wound up seeing that on Sunday and take a look back towards the beginning part of the season, right around 60% of games in Major League Baseball, they did wind up going under for I would say about the first three or so weeks of the season before things wound up opening up there. So I do think that it's going to be a fascination to see what we wind up getting there. And I do think that there is going to be a little bit more of a chasm between the haves and the haves nots when it comes to the trade deadline as well, which is looming in about five or so weeks, which there's just a lot of key dates that are coming up in general. 
in terms of Major League Baseball, especially with the All-Star break a little bit less than a month away. So now we're starting to come into a little bit more of the territory in which these games are going to start to mean more and more. And hey, for anyone that's looking at this Braves versus Dodgers game as well, if you're looking to be able to dive in in-game, right now you're finding the Atlanta Braves currently leading by a count of 2-0 to there. Minus 3,000 on the money line, honestly, 12-1. to Live on the Dodgers might not be the world's worst look in the world as the Rays are currently up to bat in the bottom of the eighth inning. So we'll be taking a look at things as they wind up going along with regards to that game, along with the NHL Stanley Cup Game 6 game. But coming up next, we're going to be talking to a man that does a great job gauging all the trends pretty much of every sport that you're able to bet on. Dave Tooley does amazing work here for us at VEASAN, and he is going to be joining me right here on The Look at Next on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. On VSN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete for free for cash all season long. Enter into weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join in on the action. Blue Moon, made brighter. 21 years or older terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as per usual, please do drink responsibly. Yes, we're back here on The Lookout with myself, Greg Peterson, and great to have on Dave Tooley. He joins us every Sunday on this show. The man takes a look at every sport, does a great job of being able to follow all the trends. You're able to follow him on Twitter at View from Vegas. And Dave, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, took, took last week off because I was out of town uh, with the family in San Francisco. But uh, yeah, back home and back on the lookout. How ironic because I've been filling in on this show like every Sunday except for one over the last month and a half. And last week was the one that I wanted missing too. So somehow, someway, our schedules must <laughs> just be aligning here, Dave. But something that has not aligned is that we still don't know if we're going to be getting a Game 7 or not with regards to the Stanley Cup final. Right now, it's the Avalanche up by a count of two to one. So we're sort of waiting in the balance there, but how have you been playing the Stanley Cup in general? And if we do wind up getting a game seven, because obviously we need the Lightning to score at least twice, if there is going to be a game seven, how would you be taking a look at that? Because this has been just a curious series in general. Yeah, I, I've been on the Lightning throughout. So yeah, them falling down uh, 2-0 uh, didn't work as well. But the, yeah, the series has mostly been zigzagging back and forth since then. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see if uh, the Lightning can uh, 
in winning their second straight here and force that game seven. Um, if it does go a game seven, if you want to speculate, I mean, the Lightning as two-time defending champs and with all the momentum uh, would be quite dangerous. And uh, Colorado, I you know have to think, uh, would have to be uh, potentially worrying about uh, you know choking away a three-one lead. So. Uh, yeah, very interesting to see if that if that does come to pass or not. But the yeah, the, the overs the three and two coming into tonight in the series also. I'm um, on the over six, so I'm hoping that even if the Lightning don't come back, then maybe there's a empty net goal or two <laughs> late to to at least get a push on the over six. Yep, and right now we're taking a look at a live total. Last I checked, prior to the start of the third period, the over was at. Five and a half. Right now, the live total is at five with minus 145 juice on the over of a five. You got to expect that there is the possibility of empty net goals. And if the Lightning score just once, you at the very minimum wind up getting a push on an over of five. So we shall see if that winds up being able to come in or not. But Dave, another thing that you do, and I do this as well. We both love taking a look at the trends of Major League Baseball. I thought that it was very curious that we wind up seeing on Friday, just a whole bunch of unders wind up coming through. Now, we saw a little bit of a reversal on this here today on Sunday, but when it comes to Major League Baseball totals, it seems like things have really started to even out after we wind up having that big binge of just unders in general the first couple weeks of the season. I don't know if you feel the same way, but I think that things have really been reined in, and while we wind up having just a couple days in which are more under days like we wound up seeing on Friday. By and large, over the last 30 days, the larger sample size, it seems like the bookmakers have done a good job of really having things pretty 50-50 in that front. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We talked about it, I think, uh, pretty much every week here, except when we were both off. <laughs> that uh, yeah, the as of like April twenty fifth, after the first like three weeks of the season, uh, uh, unders were sixty percent. But then for for the next couple months there, about twice the sample size, uh, overs were hitting at like fifty two percent. So now overs are un- unders. I mean, are still ahead overall on on the season, but it's only around fifty one fifty two percent. And uh, you were mentioning before about you know Friday, um, you thought three games went over. I actually had it as uh, eleven unders, two overs, and actually two pushes. <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, yeah over. For the most part, it's it's been uh, yeah, it's pretty much leveled off overall. And again, we have some some days uh, higher than others. Uh, today was more of an overday, uh, eight four, and actually we had uh, two pushes again earlier today. Yep, it certainly was quite an overday here on Sunday. And when it comes to betting baseball Sundays, they are always, in my opinion, some of the more volatile ones because you do wind up having a lot of guys wind up getting a day off. It is good old getaway day for a lot of these teams as you wind up getting a lot of day games and then you wind up having your one primetime game on ESPN every night. So always interesting to be able to take a look at those. And what else I think is interesting is taking a look forward to Monday because I know that you've been fascinating. You've been fascinated by a lot of these races as well. And I think that this is going to be a big one to determining who's going to be number three out there in the American League because I think that we can both agree that the Astros and the Yankees, they find themselves currently one and two in the American League, but as I say, you've got a Blue Jays team that's looking to be able to claw their way upward along with the Boston Red Sox, and right now with the Red Sox, finding them as a pretty large underdog, anywhere between plus 165 to plus 170. Kevin Gosman and company for the Blue Jays, anywhere between minus 180 and minus 190. Do you have a little bit of a play on this one? Because I think that this is really going to be the big game that we're going to be seeing on Monday. 
Right, yeah. Actually, yeah, the Red Sox and the Blue Jays, as well as the Rays, are you know all battling for the uh, the AL wild card spots. You know, all the wild card spots might come out of the uh, the AL East this year. And so, yeah, this starts a big series. Um, yeah, Gelsman doesn't scare me at all with the Blue Jays and the uh, Red Sox on a seven game win streak here. Yeah, I think yeah, I saw as well as plus one fifty on this game. Like you said, some plus one seventies out there now. Uh, yeah, I think definitely you know this game. I think is much closer to, to a coin flip. Really, uh, I I would probably be playing if it was one twenty or one thirty. So I, I think it's definitely value on the Red Sox uh, in the you know, plus one sixty, plus one seventy range. Yep, and when it comes to situations like this, because you've got Connor Siebold, who's going to be getting the start for the Boston Red Sox. This is going to be his first start of the season. He wound up getting one start last season. How do you wind up gauging some of these younger pitchers that they really don't have a lot of, we'll call it, notoriety up there at the big league level just because they are guys that they wind up pitching down at the AAA level. They're sort of like Bigfoot. A lot of people have heard about them. Not a lot of people have seen them actually in person. How do you wind up gauging some of these spots? Because I always do think that it's very interesting to gauge a guy in this first start of the season slash making his big league debut. Yeah, and these these pitchers, I mean, obviously unknown quantities, but I think that, you know, the managers know that too. So, again, you know, you might be wary about backing a pitcher like that, but, I mean, you know he's going to get a quick hook. Yeah, if he starts getting bashed early, I mean, obviously you don't want to get <laughs> get down four or five runs uh, before <laughs> before your team is able to score and get into the game. But you know, don't don't expect that he'll be in there too long if he gets bashed too much, and you know, pretty much turn into a a, a, bullpen, a bullpen game. Yep, that certainly can be the case in a lot of spots. You sometimes wind up having a guy wind up having a massive debut slash massive first start of the season, and then other times it winds up turning into a situation where the guy wound up throwing like. 2.2 innings, and you were saying they're like, he's supposed to be the opener, or was he supposed to be actually the starter? But I'm pretty sure that these two guys are not going to be openers in this one, as you got the Miami Marlins and the St. Louis Cardinals. And this is a spot in which we've got a little bit more of a tight line there. If you want to call it a mid range underdog, I would call that. I consider this to be a little bit more of a short underdog scenario with the Miami Marlins. So they're anywhere between a plus 115 to a plus 125. Meanwhile, the Cardinals find them across the board right around a minus 135. Obviously, a pair of veteran guys, a pair of guys that have been able to do a relatively solid job this year. What are you taking a look at in terms of this one? Yeah, I like Pablo Lopez for the Marlins. Uh, Adam Wainwright is a pitcher for the Cardinals that, you know, again, I, there's been times I've uh, I backed him. You know, he, he's just going to keep you in a game. But uh, he certainly doesn't scare me going with uh, Pablo here, who, you know, Pablo has the better ERA, 2.61 versus 3.32 for Wainwright, and the better whip, um, uh, 1.06 uh, versus 1.26. So, yeah, I think we're getting the better starting pitcher here. Uh, so, yeah, value on the, on the road, dog. Yep, and with the Miami Marlins, certainly has been a case in which Sandy Alcantara and Pablo Lopez have been pretty trustworthy for you when you wind up getting into some of the guys like Eliezer Hernandez, Braxton Garrett, that's been a little bit different. And Dave, we do have about a minute left, and I know that this is something that's going to be coming up quite a bit. The NBA season has just wrapped up. The NHL season might be wrapped up within the next hour or so. Hmm. And as we know, when these seasons wind up wrapping up, books, they wind up posting up odds very quickly for the odds to be able to win the next title. Do you ever wind up diving into these at all? And if you do, would there be any pointers with regards to it? Because I always think that that's an interesting topic to dive into. 
Yeah, I usually don't do it that much in, in the NBA and the NHL. I definitely do it in the NFL every year. But, uh, yeah, basketball for me, I mean, yeah, we just had the draft, so I mean, a lot of uh, interest in how these uh, these rookies, although they're mostly on the bad teams, uh, are going to be impacting things. And NBA is pretty chalky, so I, I usually don't try to take too many flyers on, uh, on big long shots. Yeah, when it comes to the NBA, let's call it what it is. If the Sacramento Kings wind up winning the NBA title, I will be very, very surprised or something <laughs> like that. But, Dave, every single time you wind up doing the show, you always bring the goods, and you did so once again tonight. Thank you so much for joining me. All right, thanks. Have a great week. Dave does a great job just following trends just all throughout sports betting, everything from the NFL to the USFL. He's got you covered there. And coming up next, we're going to be going to the Rampart. We're going to be talking to Dwayne Colucci over there right here on the Look It On Visa, the Sports Bank Network. This is the Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of the Look Ahead is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, which is a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke free, spit free, and they're available in 10 varieties and two strengths. That way you can easily find the satisfaction level perfect for you. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch and available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Visit Zyn.com slash find to be able to locate a store nearest you. That is ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this is a product that contains nicotine and nicotine. It is an addictive chemical. As we're back here on the lookout with myself, Greg Peterson, filling in for Scott Seidenberg. And great to be joined by this guest. He is the Rampart Race and Sportsbook Director, does an amazing job, and just one of the most friendly gentlemen that you're going to find out here in Las Vegas, as it is Dwayne Clucci. You're able to find him on Twitter at NYBookieDwayne and Always a pleasure to have you on, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks, Greg. I really appreciate it. And watching this final game in the uh, Stanley Cup Finals is amazing, bro. I love it. It is. We've currently got game six and about 10 minutes remaining. Avalanche, they're currently up by a count of two to one. And just what have you made out of this game in general? Because there's still a chance we might be getting a game seven. There's a chance that in 10 minutes of game time, this might be it for the NHL season. But... I mean, regardless of how we wind up having the season conclude, whether it's via Game 7 or whether it's tonight, this has been just some high-quality action. Yeah, fabulous, definitely. And uh, Tori Lekkinen, from, uh, you know, the acquisition from the Montreal Canadiens has been uh, unbelievable. And just uh, Nate McKinnon is fabulous. You know, one goal, one assist tonight. So, Greg... It's an amazing game thus far, and we have plenty of action to go. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they play it out. Yep, it certainly is going to be. And whether it be tonight or whether it be after Game 7, which is going to be a few nights from now, as we know, the NHL season, it is going to be coming to a conclusion. So we, at the most, have another three periods to go with regards to the Stanley Cup Final. It might wind up being just 10 minutes, but... After this is all said and done, I know that most books, they wind up posting up their futures odds for the next winner of the title. (laughs) Are you guys planning on doing this at all? And where do you guys think you're going to be opening with regards to odds to be able to win the Stanley Cup for next year? Because I always think that that's so intriguing that right after a team winds up winning a title, boom, odds for next year, they're already up. (laughs) 
Greg, who knows? I'll be honest with you. I, I, I think the Rangers have a bright future. Maybe there's a few other teams, but it's so hard to prospect at this point. But we're looking at a fabulous game six right now and a game seven coming up possibly. So you can't really prospect too much, but I think the Rangers have a an obvious uh, you know, young team that could definitely move forward. The Vegas Golden Knights always have a definite, uh, you know, market for the uh, futures market and definitely have a few other teams like the Avalanche. They're definitely going to be around for a few uh, years. Definitely Tampa. And you look at all this and it, it's hard to prospect with this great game going on right now. Colorado, 2-1, eight minutes to go let's figure it out yes let's figure it out because you've got about nine minutes and some odd seconds remaining <laughs> in this one it has been absolutely tremendous to take a look at it if you guys do wind up getting a game seven we're gonna need the lightning to score at least two goals for this where do you guys think you would open a game seven because there's just so much intrigue with it because the avalanche obviously they have home ice they've been the favorites throughout whenever they've been at home by a rather substantial margin but a two-time Stanley Cup champion in the Tampa Bay Lightning as well. So you got to get a little bit of credence for that. Yeah, definitely, Greg. It was 110 tonight. You know, that's how we put it, a 10-cent line. So Colorado minus 110, Tampa even. I would prospect going back into a game seven, maybe 120, but at the most. I mean, this is going to be a dominating uh, you know, great performance by Tampa Bay if they could come back. But I think Colorado's going to win this game. I'll be honest with you. I think it's over. But I would say that Tampa Bay would definitely get some action if the game goes to game seven. Yep, I would think so as well. I think that that would just be so fascinating from a betting perspective as well because the Avalanche have been that team that everyone is saying, when are they going to be able to bust out? When are they going to be able to win that Stanley Cup? And matter of fact, it might wind up being in Eight minutes and some out of section seconds in <laughs> gameplay, but it might wind up coming down to a game seven. And you got to figure that all the pressure in the world, if that would be there, would be on the Avalanche to not wind up blowing that three to one lead as well. But something else that's intriguing, taking a look at another futures market, that would be that of the MLB, because we saw perhaps what could be an American League Championship Series preview between the New York Yankees and the Houston Astros. The Astros wind up splitting the series, but and let's call it what it is. The Astros, they wind up taking it to extra innings today. They wind up blowing that game on Thursday, but they were in control of that one throughout. Did you wind up having to make any sort of adjustments with regards to the MLB futures market with what we wound up seeing this weekend? Because Astros right now in a lot of places, I noticed that their number ticked down in quite a few books. Yeah, definitely, Greg. But the Yankees are monstrous, I'll be honest with you. And that was a great series this weekend. And that game came down to the wire today. And Aaron Judge just once again is proving that he is the MVP thus far in the, uh, you know, AL race and possibly Major League Baseball. So you have to take into consideration when the Yankees play a decent team, they're sort of struggling, but they were able to overcome today and definitely you know i like the way houston presents themselves the, uh, the dodges definitely the braves but it's going to be tough the yankees are playing great and aaron judge once again what a performance today and they were able to overcome they uh, won the game that's what it's all about
Yep, that is what it's all about. And with the New York Yankees, they wound up entering into the series with 51 wins. They've currently got 53. Do you remember ever seeing a team just come out first, we're going to call it 75-ish games of the season, quite like this? Because I think that we could be witnessing something truly historic if they keep it up. Now, every team in baseball, they do wind up typically hitting a little bit of a funk. But I just take a look at this Yankees team, and I can't remember a team that has been just quite this dominant quite like this in a very, very long time. Yeah, I got to say, Greg, and they won like, what, 25 out of 30 games? It's amazing, and they're playing great at home. I can't believe how well they are playing, and definitely they have a good pitching. They have a good management team, and definitely Giancarlo Santin has hit homers at the right time. You have Judge Unbelievable. I think they're really peaking, but it's early. Let's get honest. It's early. Yep, it is very early. And as we know, Major League Baseball, you wind up having one or two of your starters go down with injury. Your depth is certainly going to be tested. So that is something that you always have to take into account. And baseball, it is one of the craziest games that you're going to find because any given weekend, you could wind up seeing the Baltimore Orioles wind up taking two of three from the New York Yankees as they very nearly <laughs> had a four-game sweep of the Chicago White Sox this weekend on the road. So that's something amazing, that, right? Yes, it is. And I mean, just with regards to the futures market in the MLB as well, have there been any teams that you've been taking a lot of action on here in the most recent few days? I would suspect that the Houston Astros have had some bets placed on them with what we wind up seeing this weekend. But has there really been any others that you've been seeing quite a bit of action on? No, the Astros, definitely. The Yankees, naturally. And in the National League, the Mets, the, uh, the Dodgers, you know what, it, uh, what it's about. Definitely, Greg. And the Padres have been playing well. And we're waiting to see what they're going to produce moving forward because they definitely have some potential. And definitely, I think the uh, Dodgers are the top team. In baseball, I'll be honest with you, they have yet to produce everything that they need to, and they will. I'm moving forward. I think their pitching will produce later on in the season. They're hitting Mookie Betts now on the injured list. He will definitely come back, and definitely Muncie has to, you know, he'll he'll get better. He got hurt, so uh, I'll be honest with you, Greg. I think the Dodgers are definitely a top team. The Yankees, we see what they're doing. The Mets, it's uh, unbelievable. Yep, and I always say that you can never count out the St. Louis Cardinals either. I am a man that I was born in Wisconsin. This team will haunt your dreams if you ever wind up counting them out of anything whatsoever because that team is just a <laughs> machine. You're in and you're out. You know that you're going to find them towards the top. Yeah. And it's ironic because as we're doing this interview, the Braves versus the Dodgers game is going on. I feel a little bit better about the Dodgers because the man that blew the save in the game tonight, Kenley Jansen, he was on the Dodgers last season, and now you don't have to worry about that anymore if you're a Dodgers fan. So there is that, and we never have to worry whenever you wind up coming on to the program because you always do a great job, Dwayne, and over there at the Rampart, you guys just do absolutely great work. Some of the best hospitality out here in Las Vegas. Always a pleasure to have you on, my friend. Thank you. Thanks, Rick. I really appreciate you having me on. Dwayne, just an absolutely tremendous person. And the Rampart, it is such a nice race in sportsbook. I've been there a few times. Always tremendous to be able to get Dwayne on the program. And 
it is tremendous that as we're doing this show, we've got a little bit of live action as some of you guys, I'm sure, are sweating out Dodgers and Braves, which is now tied up at 2-2, two to two, and hopefully we'll get a conclusion with regards to Avalanche versus Lightning on the other side as well. As this is a look at right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. The VSN Summer Special is here. For just $19, you get everything that VSN has to offer. From now until the end of July, sign up and you'll be able to get VSN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke. He's got you covered on the MOB Ball Diamond, the NFL preseason. That is coming our way soon. We've got coverage leading up to the NFL season along with premium articles in golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. And if you want the full VEASAN experience, which includes daily best bet emails, every single edition of Point Spread Weekly, use for our betting tools, and live video streaming, the cost is just $19 to be a subscriber now through July 31st. And to sign up, you go to VEASAN.com slash summer. As it is a look at with myself, Greg Peterson, and... First things first, big thanks to the two gentlemen that want to join me in the last two segments. Dave Tooley does an amazing job for us at VEASAN View from Vegas. Guy does a great job being able to monitor all the trends that we're seeing in darn near every single market. Everything from the NFL to the USFL, list goes on and on. He does absolutely amazing work it there. And then, I mean when I, what I say when I say Dwayne Clucci is just one of the most friendly gentlemen that you're going to find out here in Las Vegas. Rampart Racing Sportsbook, he joined me in the last segment. So a big thanks to him. And, well, we are probably going to be seeing a conclusion to this Colorado Avalanche versus Tampa Bay Lightning game within the next few minutes. It is an empty net for Tampa Bay. 100 seconds remaining. They are down 2-1. to one. They are doing everything humanly possible to try to put the shot on goal. And if they are unable to do so, DraftKings has odds already to be able to win the 2023 Stanley Cup. And... As of right now, the Colorado Avalanche, they are finding themselves 4-1 favorites. The Tampa Bay Lightning, they are 9-1 in this market. And very interesting because you do have the New York Rangers, who Dwayne Clucci pointed out, might have a little bit of value. They're clocking in at 20-1. Now, I cannot say that I am someone that I know all the ins and outs of NHL free agency. I would be certainly lying to you if I told you I knew anything whatsoever about any of these prospects with regards to the NHL draft or anything like that as well. But very interesting to see a New York Rangers team that wanted to coming so close to being able to make 
the cup final this season. They were actually up 2-0 to zero in their series against the Lightning at a 20-1. to one. And the Boston Bruins, who are just a machine at being able to get into the playoffs here and in year out, 22-1. to one. There might be some value down the board. And the Vegas Golden Knights, who wound up recently having a coaching change of their own, they are currently at 14-1. to one. So there are offerings out there. And many books, when it comes to the conclusion of either this game, if... It winds up being the Tampa Bay Lightning who come back and win. And right now, the live market, I don't think that you're going to be able to dive in on this live because, well, there's a minute and 15 seconds remaining. But if you do wind up seeing a comeback, it'll be posted up in a few days. So there is that. And when it comes to live action that we've got right now, typically you don't wind up having this on the look at. But the primetime Major League Baseball game, you've seen a calamity breakout as the Atlanta Braves were up 2-0 to zero going into the top of the ninth inning. But... Kenley Jansen came into the game, and Kenley Jansen, as he always does on primetime games, he winds up blowing it. It is now 3-2 in the lead for the L.A. Dodgers. If you want to take in the Dodgers, then I can tell you right now, I'm someone that I want to take in the Dodgers. You're feeling very good, and if you want to backing the Atlanta Braves, you can swear off Kenley Jansen at this point. And all of us that bet baseball, I'm sure that many of us have our relievers that we trust in. Josh Hader, guy that you're able to trust in. And then there are guys that they just haunt your dreams. I feel like everyone has their bugaboo closer when it comes to betting Major League Baseball. In terms of right now, Kenley Chance, it certainly has been one of those for me. So fortunately, he was able to get me back on this one tonight. But that said, I, I can just go through the list. And for me, the one that always comes to mind, and there's going to be a few of you out here that are going to feel me on this one. Fernando Rodney, or as I like to call him, Fernand Oh, no, Rodney. That was always one that was terrible. And what is not terrible, the Colorado Avalanche, they have just wrapped it up. The Tampa Bay Lightning, they, they wanted going open that the Colorado Avalanche were unable to put it in. So if you did wind up having the puck line live, you were able to cover that if you wanted. Taking a puck and a half either way. And with the Tampa Bay Lightning, unable to get that equalizer. Two to one. It is final. The Colorado Avalanche. They do wind up hoisting Lord Stanley's Cup and the rain for the Tampa Bay Lightning. That is done after they wound up winning two straight. And and still, one heck of a run for the Tampa Bay Lightning to be able to win two Stanley Cups, make it to a third cup final, and coming short against a Colorado Avalanche team that just all throughout the year, they were always the favorites to be able to win this thing. A team that year in and year out, we've been wondering, all right, when are the Colorado Avalanche going to be able to break out? When are we going to see this Colorado Avalanche team finally be able to hoist Lord Stanley's Cup? Well, the year is 2022, and the Colorado Avalanche, they have been able to get it done. For any of you guys that want to taking futures on them, good on you. You are going to be getting a nice cash, and hopefully you wind up treating yourself a little bit on this one, slash just being able to put it towards some future bets in general. But that said, the Colorado Avalanche, they do wind up getting it done. They are your Stanley Cup champions. Now it is all about who winds up winning the Conn Smythe Trophy. I do not have that right now. We should be able to probably find that out in our number two of the program. So I will pass that along once we do wind up knowing that. You got to think that Makar probably going to wind up getting that award, but we shall see what winds up happening there. He wound up being the betting favorite going into game six of the cup final and wound up having just an amazing playoff in general and just amazing in general what we were able to see as we, you wound up seeing just, and I hate to bring this up, in the NBA, so many blowout games all throughout the NBA playoffs. You really didn't have as much of that in regards to the NHL Stanley Cup final. You wound up having two games, wind up going to overtime. This game six, 
that we wound up witnessing. You didn't wind up having it go to overtime, but at no point did you think that Colorado had wound up running and hiding with it. This was a one-goal game throughout, so it was great in general just to be able to get a bunch of competitive, fun games under winds of cashing in this one as well. So the Avalanche, they are your 2022 Stanley Cup champions. Now, we wind up moving on to having a lot of baseball to be able to bet on for the entirety of the summer. I'm sure that a lot of us are going to be taking a look forward to the NFL and college football. I'm a little bit more of an NFL guy personally, and when it comes to me, college basketball as well, getting set for what we're going to be getting out there in November. But certainly things are going to be starting to come to a head a little bit more. And with Major League Baseball, I'm going to be diving into what I've got with regards to DK Nation in hour number two. That is going to be coming up in about 10 or so minutes. But that said, when it comes to Major League Baseball, something that I was sitting on before we wound up seeing the Colorado Avalanche officially be able to close out is for those of you guys that are starting to dive into Major League Baseball, something that you want to be taking a look at, especially if you wind up gauging full games, but even if you wind up taking first fives, because in this day and age of Major League Baseball, you can't feel too secure about the starter that you're betting unless if he is a super stud like, I mean, Shane McClanahan, you're able to bring up when he's healthy, Max Scherzer currently on the injured list, but there are those Bulldog starters that you can typically rely upon to be able to go five full innings. Corbin Burns, obviously, but when it comes to it, you want to be taking a look at these bullpens, and I just mentioned it with the Atlanta Braves. You wind up having Kenley Jansen come in and wind up blowing a save, and I mean, I think that bullpen availability is big as well because when you do wind up having Kenley Jansen available versus unavailable, it doesn't really make much of a difference, in my opinion, for the Atlanta Braves with how prone he is to be able to give up saves because with the Atlanta Braves, they actually entered into this game number one in the National League in terms of bullpen ERA, and then just behind them, the LA Dodgers, they are number eight overall in terms of bullpen ERA in the big leagues, but they're actually your number two team out there in the National League, and there are a couple teams that are a little bit under the radar that have been able to do a good job with regards to their bullpen ERA, and I feel like they've been able to yield you a lot of profits, and here's one that may not come to mind for a lot of people. That would be the Baltimore Orioles, who they very nearly wind up completing the sweep against the Chicago White Sox. They wind up losing by one run, so they were able to cover the run line today. Obviously, they don't wind up getting that money line win, but when it comes to the Baltimore Orioles, currently they're number five in terms of bullpen ERA, and we've seen a lot of games wind up landing on one run. We were talking about this with our good friend Dave Tooley a little bit earlier on, the fact that you do wind up seeing a lot of lower scoring games this season, which is why run lines have not necessarily been so good for favorites thus far this season. But take a look at what the Baltimore Orioles have been able to do on the run line. Money line, they haven't necessarily been as profitable, though they've actually been able to do a solid job 47-27 and 27 because this is a Orioles team that typically they find themselves as a team that is not going to be the favorite. They've got an offense that can be a little bit suspect, but with that bullpen, when they do wind up getting down by a count of 3-2, they're typically able to hold in that game. They're able to give themselves a chance when they're down by a count of like 4-3 to three going into the ninth inning. A lot of times the offense can't wind up cashing in, but I do think that that's just so critical to be able to take a look at it. When it comes to being able to bet on baseball, there's just a lot of ways to, for lack of a better term, be able to get to the window. Different strokes for different folks. I know that a lot of people, they like being able to take first fives. If you take a look at full games, though, you do want to be gauging these bullpens. Take a look at who's trustworthy, who's not, because just because a team that is out there in the playoff hunt doesn't mean that they necessarily have a trustworthy bullpen. I'm taking a look at you, the Toronto Blue Jays, a team that I referenced a little bit earlier, as 
Finally, they've got a bullpen right out of the 30 MLB teams that is clocking in at 23rd. So I do think that's critical to look at, and it might wind up being the difference in this Braves versus LA Dodgers game. And coming up next right here on VSIM, we're going to take a look forward to Monday's MLB card, and I'm going to give you guys what I've got with regards to DK Nation. That is up next right here on VSIM. Esports Bank Network, Greg Peterson, holding it down for Scott Seidenberg on the look at. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.